You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When I was trick-or-treating, I was out for four hours easily. I'd come back in, dump dump my load and then go back out like four times <laughs> take a shit yeah take a shit you're listening to the laughing couple podcast with your hosts Brittany and ryan ostafi join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships kids sex parenting all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter please welcome your hosts Brittany and ryan ostafi i have started the it's, podcast it's christmas i have started the podcast it's christmas in our house now i you know me i love halloween i was so ready to flip the seasons like so ready i love it but i think because i was going so hard for halloween for so long, like I was like, I'm done. Like I, I need a little bit less spooky time. Um, spooky, spooky Halloween. So this all is, of our house this, is now by, Christmas. This podcast, by the time it uh, airs, it'll be a, it'll be, be a couple weeks. Yeah, it won't be anywhere near Halloween. No, but just so everybody knows, it's November first. We're recording this on the first of November. Remember, remember, remember the okay. fifth of November. I do want to, um, I do want to quickly just recap. Do whatever Some you want. Good things about say Halloween. Say um, do you want to start with the good things or do you want to start with the thing that kind of la pissed la me Louis. off? I'll be honest with you, Britt. I have no idea what you're about to talk about. So <laughs> Okay. Well, let's let me start, just ask you let's good start or bad with the first. good. Let's okay, start with okay. the good. Though. Let's start with the good. Got it. Like people wanna people come to listen for the good stuff and they like it, like, oh, that's real. Tell me the nasty <laughs> stuff too. But let's start it off with the okay. with a with a good thing. So the good thing is I really enjoyed, so we trick or treat, um, with a, like a couple friends and the kids go together, uh, in our neighborhood, there's some really awesome people. They do some things for the parents as well. There's usually like a couple houses that have like a cooler of beer or like we took shots. Tequila Rose, by the way, went down. Did you do a tequila rose? I chose not to do a tequila you rose. You did the fireball. I did the Ugh. fireball. 
I'm a fireball. I think that every podcast you have a small montage break of like a song. I'm very theatrical. I just realized that. It's whimsical. Anyways, Tequila Rose. I hadn't had Tequila Rose since I was in high school because I got shmammed off of that. And then it coming up is not a good time because it's all creamy. Anyways, it was so good. Um, so I loved that, like just the camaraderie of the camaraderie of the neighborhood. But what I really loved is that after they were done trick or treating, um, we just were like impromptu, like come over to our house where we were with a couple family, um, couple families. And all of the kids took their bags, a.k.a. pillowcases. Riley continued that tradition, which is so good because we grew up with pillowcases. Did you do that, Jake? Yeah. Um, and they Damn came in. right, I did. And they dumped the all of the candy all over their floor in the little piles. And then they're like going through it. And it just was so nostalgic. Like, I remember doing that as a kid. And like, my parents were like, don't need anything. That's open and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Your parents check for razor blades. Now we check for fentanyl. Yeah. Fentanyl. Yeah. Well, I I screwed up a little bit. It's so true. But while the kids were kind of. I have a cold, Brittany. Fentanyl is a new thing to say when you can't breathe on your nose. They were sorting through all their candy and the adults had some drinks and some talks. It was just so nice. Like it was, it was a memory that I want to keep doing every year. I want to be the, the house that people come back to and have some drinks and have the kids like just be a little batshit crazy. My, I loved it. My family and your family were both, and ironically enough, we lived across the street from each other and we were never this for each other, which is <laughs> weird. <laughs> maybe your, maybe your parents didn't like me. Um, anyways, um, my, my household was always a household that everyone came to. Yeah. My friends always came to it. We always went trick or treating. My house was the base camp for, for that, but not just that, like summer pools, yeah. all that stuff. My parents, um, I did hit this. That's it's you. No, it's not me. Jessica, um, I'm in there. I hit the mic. Um, my parents, now that I'm an adult and we've had adult conversations, they said, we just never knew what you were doing. We knew you were a boy and we knew that you were going to do stupid things. I never know what she's doing back there. God. Name that movie. I don't know. The <gasps> Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Are you serious? I Mom, the meatloaf. I never, I never know what she's, she's doing, doing back, back there. there. Yes. Fuck you, what Wizard a, of Oz. No. What an unbelievable cameo. God, Will Ferrell so was the best Name cameo the guy ever. Wedding Crashers. Yeah. yeah. He crashed the, the Wizard of Oz. Pay no mind to the men behind the curtain. What are you even doing back there? <laughs> Could you imagine Dorothy said that? <laughs> yeah, I missed that part. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyways, anyways so loved 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 oh yeah i was I, I was still talking okay. yeah i remember well, you, i remember you kind of stopped so yeah my, my so my parents were like we knew you're gonna get in some mischief and we knew your friends were gonna get in some mischief we want you to do it here. but we didn't know what we didn't know is like what friend of yours could we trust and so we'd have your friends over you get your mischief in our backyard so we always knew you were safe we yeah. always knew your friends were safe but more importantly we started to learn who of your friends we could trust right so that when you did go out and you were going out with the friends we didn't trust, we made sure you drove. Yeah. And if we trusted them, then you didn't have to drive. Right. Um, I thought it was so brilliant. So smart. And my parents had this policy um, with us. And I know your parents had the same policy. And I know that every time we uh, invoked this policy, they cursed, but they still did it anyways. Mm-hmm. My dad always said, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, if you cannot get home safely with a designated driver, call us and I will show up. Zero questions Zero. asked. Like Zero. no, no punishment, no, no, no rep. And like, I'm sure as a parent now, 
It would have been so fucking hard to do to pick us up. First of all, you're waking my ass up in the middle of the night. Okay. But you would do that, obviously, like you're going to pick up your kid, but you're tired and you know that they are, they've put themselves in a situation where they probably had some indication that this person isn't going to be able to drive. I love that they have the no questions asked so that they don't feel that they're going to get in trouble for this. Um, but I bet you it was super friggin' hard. Oh, but here's the, here's the best part about this. So my best friend, uh, Dave Cleverly, who's no longer with us, he knew that my parents had this policy. Yeah. And, and he, he called my dad to come get him one night. <laughs> I wasn't with him. That's so funny. And my dad's like, well, Clev, where are you? He's like, I don't know. He was at a house party. He went for a walk and then didn't know where he was. So my dad's like, go to the corner and find, the find whatever corner you're on. Tell me which street you're on. Now, back in the day, there back was, in the day, he had to print map quest. He had to, he had to map quest it. Yeah, hundred percent. He's like, oh, or 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 my parents just knew every fucking street. Everything. Like, I swear to God, I was like, how do you know where we're going? My dad's like, oh, it's a corner up, you know, blind my and da- blah blah blah. My dad, like, when it comes to downtown Toronto, could tell you every Wild. single street corner, all the buildings. Anyways, long story short, he picked Dave up, brought Dave back to our house. I came home. Dave was sleeping in my bed. But that's what my dad did. Yeah. And that's what my parents did. And I just had this conversation today and I don't remember if it was, um, so there was Leslie Mahaffey and then, um, who was the other one with the John, uh, the Paul Bernardo situation? Kristen French. Okay. I think it was Leslie Mahaffey, but it might've been Kristen French. Um, they locked the door. Her parents had a curfew. Let's say the curfew was 11 o'clock. She showed up. It was past 11 o'clock. They had a note on the door that said, find another place to sleep. You missed your curfew. Yeah. And that's when she got nailed with Paul Bernardo. I don't think there would be anything worse as a parent to fucking keep that weight on you for the rest of your life. Can you imagine? Like, I would be like, I'm good to. And here's my thing. So there's two things that could have occurred in that situation. Uh, Number one, she could have not actually got home. It could have happened before she got home and her parents just assumed she got home and and then was rejected. Mm -hmm. But in the event that she got home and was rejected, this is the conversation I was having with someone today. There's a way to teach your kids a lesson. Yeah. That's not it. No. They should always know that home is safe. And then in the morning, we'll have a conversation about this. Yeah. If it's past 11 o'clock, past your curfew, and Riley's going to do this to us, and goodness gracious, Cooper's going to do this to you. And I definitely did this to my parents. If you miss your curfew and you open up the door, you're just going to see me sitting on the stairs. Yeah. My parents sit in I'll that, be there. that living room that you didn't really sit in, but yeah. it was just for decoration with one light in the, in the corner. That's, that's the room your dad was yeah. sitting in. And it's just like a glass of brandy. They never drank brandy in their entire life, but they're just waiting like, hello. Ting, 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 ting. With the glass. 100%. That's where your dad was sitting reading the newspaper when I came running yes. in, didn't notice he was After there, you left deuce. the biggest, yeah. dirtiest shit I've ever made yeah. in my entire life <laughs> while yelling upstairs to you only to hear you talking to him and him saying something and then me recognizing you're talking to someone uh who are you talking to Brittany? i know okay we're getting off track so dirtiest dirtiest too oh what did you hate about halloween okay hold on but i want to mention one more thing so um sarah landry birds papaya you would know her better as um, she made this reel recently it was i guess in her stories originally but the idea of it is so powerful and i loved it and i almost cried so she was talking about, because she has teenage kids, okay? And she also has a, like a little one too. But she has teenage kids who still very much love Halloween. And she's talking about the idea of when a parent opens the door and they see a teenager, usually their reaction is something along the lines of like, are you, too, how old are you? Like, you're causing shit, like, let's move on. And she was presenting the idea of being like, they're on this really weird 
like pendulum of still a teen, like still little, but like not old enough. Yeah. Like still a kid, but not quite old enough. And they're still trying to hold on to that, like childhood, let them be kids that night. If they're not hurting anybody, if they're not like smashing your pumpkins and shit, like just arrive or open the door with like enthusiasm, especially if they're, if they're respectful. Yes. And like, there was a, there was a kid yesterday. I don't know if you heard him, but he walked by Cooper and he was a teenager and he was like, Hey man, love your costume. And like gave him a fist. I was like, Oh my God, you're so nice. Like it was so cute. But I, I really loved that idea. Yeah. Yeah. I just started crying. He was like, are you okay? Um, No, but I loved that. I loved that idea. I thought that was so powerful because they are, they're in a weird spot in their life and and they're still enjoying their childhood. And again, this obviously applies to like those kids who are respectful. There can be a bunch of like shitty teens, but we were all there at one point. Now, papaya is supposed to symbolize a vagina, right? (sighs) No. Isn't it? That is not what her username is for. I'm going to die. You don't think that's what her username is for? It's not. Anyways, I'm not going down that path. I'm going to tell you. Sarah, we're going to reach out to you on a personal level. I just want to know if that's what that. I think it is. It's not. I promise you it's not. I think a a papaya is a vagina. It's not. It looks like one when it's cut in half. Yeah, fair. It has been compared to that, but that's not why. With all the seeds and stuff? Oh my God. Because there's seeds in vaginas? No, but like you go in and there's like little rivets, (laughs) little bumps. Oh my God. Anyways, God, why are we talking okay. about this? Can we, can we just have you. a conversation about Halloween for a second? I have one thing that I need to say, and then you can get into the bad stuff okay. of Halloween. Sure. Hey, Ryan. Yes. You stink. Um, okay. I stink too. Don't worry. Everyone actually stinks and it's normal to have body odor just in case you needed a reminder. Okay. Thank you for that. But the best part is you don't have to stink. <laughs> Just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Stay fresh, everyone. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all-natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from, Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. 
And here's the best part. Visit goodvibeswithansjuice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with Good Vibes Juice. Can we collectively, as a, as a group of individuals, adults, can we now say to each other or put it out, Halloween does not need to be on the 31st of, oh, de- of October. We've can talked, we we've talked about this? Can we have Halloween the first week of October on the Friday? Why? Because the kids get to go to school. They get to dress up in their costumes. They get to see their friends. Then they get to go out and trick or treating when the weather's good. Mm-hmm. Even if it's raining, it's still not cold. Yeah. And then on top of that, on Saturday, the adults have their own Halloween mm-hmm. thing. We've talked about this in length and there has been um, a couple uh, like I don't know if it's townships or, or states or whatever, um, who have literally, I heard this on the radio, they've put petitions out to their um, governors to get it changed, like, specifically. But it never, uh, <laughs> it never went through. Like, like, like I think over 100,000 people in one town had signed it to be pro, um, pro, like, doing it on whatever date they want. I think the idea is that, like, people obviously want to celebrate the 31st for the impact of, like, the... Is it, what is it like the pagan, like, right? That's what it is, right? <coughs> See, this is Anyways, my, this is actually but, my but point. But hold on, no. So like, if I get what you're saying. Let's, you can let's still eliminate celebrate the pagan that. ritual. No, you can still celebrate that if that's what you're into on the 31st, go for it. But the trick-or-treating doesn't have to align with that. Like we can move that and just have that as an October thing. Yeah, because it's not like, it's not like Jesus's birthday. It's not like it's yeah, a set date. Like, let's just move it. it. Let's just, why can't it be a floating holiday? Why, why have Halloween in the middle of the week for kids? It's terrible. And it's fucking freezing. Always make it a Friday. Just make it a straight Friday. Thanksgiving is a floating holiday. Mm -hmm. Easter is a floating holiday. All of these holidays are floating. Yeah. And, and, and so like here in Canada, a lot of the school boards are, this is, this is what I was going to say. I don't like it, but I got to be careful with this because this is very controversial and I don't want to piss people off. But okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to come at it from a different angle Okay. and then you can just rant. Okay. It's not really a rant. It's just kind of a discussion. I kind of want you to rant. Okay. I'm going to get in trouble. Anyways, so rant aside, rant aside, Halloween is being boycotted in a lot of places here in Canada, especially in Ontario. Mm-hmm. We've gone to this like side of understanding that is like almost over understanding to a certain degree. Yeah. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to rent, van, uh, rent, I'm rent, not going to rent, rent. I'm not going to rant. I'm going to, I'm going to rant. Uh, I'm not going to talk about it, but here's <laughs> what I'm saying. If you eliminate the 31st yeah. and you just make it a floating holiday, it's no longer a pagan yeah. holiday. It's no longer, you know, a, a devil worshiping, uh, yeah. witch hunting thing. It's just a place <laughs> for kids to love wearing costumes, yes. having fun with their friends, going trick or treating and like that nostalgia that comes mm-hmm. with it. Remove what it was. Yeah. Make it what Adapt. it is. And then keep like, it. let's keep it. Please. So you were telling me that your sister, is it, was it Michelle? Their their school? Their school eliminated Halloween. And they, they could dress up today. But today, well, today would be the 1st of November. Yeah, but so the next day, following oh yeah, Halloween, yeah. they were allowed to have what they called costume day. So then they could wear all of their costumes the next day so that they weren't offending the people who got offended about Halloween. And this is where my rant comes in because... I think for me, like it's, it's so frustrating. We're moving, we are moving so forward in a society in so many good ways, like so many good ways. There's, there has been an amazing improvement in a lot of things. However, I find that like, and I know I'm not going to get into this, but like 
sometimes there's just like too much woke shit in the in the terms of it being like, oh, my God, like we're who who could we offend here? And I hate that because you're removing something that has been so nest- like, how is that offending anybody? Like I, wearing a costume, once. how is that offending anyone? It's not like the school is like, and now gather in the assembly for this demon worshiping. Like we're all going to draw the star and we're all going to get fucking like candles. Ev- no, Elsa, you first come. I just, you know what I mean? Like that's what drives me nuts because it's never been that. So if you're offended by that and so there, I guess, I don't know if it was your other sister they said, no, we're no longer going to dress up. And the parents were like, fuck that. And they all signed and said no. And I love that. Yeah, push back. I just, I think that it's, we are just living in a society lately where people are constantly looking to to be be offended. offended. And it is fucking exhausting. Actually, I was laughing so hard because I got a comment on Facebook, which of all places is the actual worst for comments because people are just so unhinged. Did you see that one they they said to me the other day? Uh, Of the slipping? Yeah. Of the slipping (laughs) in the shower? Yeah, I did. Okay, so it's it's on a a video of my, uh, like my everything shower, which is basically like when you have to do all of the things and it just takes a while. And this girl wrote, I'm going to read it. I mean, maybe you should just take a normal shower instead of hogging all the water from your family. Unless you're alone, then by all means, enjoy slipping and falling after an exhausting day in the shower. I encourage it. Have your you time with an eye rolly thing. Somebody else wrote and commented and they were like, what in the woke shit is this? And I was laughing so hard. But that kind of shit is where I hate where the world is going. Like, why are you looking to be offended by a reel that is so lighthearted. Like it's fucking everywhere. And I'm just like, it's, I'm exhausted as a person, as two people who are putting themselves out there for content in a podcast on social media, we deal with this shit a lot and it is what it is. It's just, it can get exhausting. And here's the thing. I don't think we've ever in our entire lives created a piece of content. Actually, that's not a question. I know. We've I know. We never in never. our entire life that had created, bad intentions. A, created a piece of content that was designed to offend a stranger. Yeah. And, and, it, and we've always been very respectful. It, it, yeah. For it just sure. wasn't like, if I don't know you, don't be offended by what I'm saying. Cause I wasn't doing it for you mm-hmm. and I don't know you and I don't know that it's offensive to you. Yeah. If I, if, you know, there was a girl who who commented about uh, Riley because Riley did uh, she dressed up as a zombie and she did her own makeup. And when she did her own makeup, she put like scars on her forehead. What are you talking about? Remember who did her own makeup? Riley for the for her dance when she was the zombie cheerleader. I did that makeup. Oh, OK, well, you did. Whatever, whatever. So it doesn't really matter. But there was a scar on her face. And she said to you. You know, and listen, let's be, hold on, hold on, hold on. This girl was very kind, very kind. So I don't want to drag her under the bus. We are not dragging her under the bus, but she brought something like the message. She brought something up to us that is like, yeah, I never thought about that. So thank you for reminding me of that. And it wasn't designed to be offensive. She said, just keep in mind that when you do scars on your face for Halloween, there are people in this world that have scars on their face that, that exist before (laughs) and after Halloween. Right. And it's a constant reminder to them that that's something that is like, call it like not desirable. Right. And I get it. I totally get it. That would be somewhat insensitive. And thank you for the education on that. And she did her makeup like a zombie. Like she, uh, yeah, she I, wasn't trying to my offend issue anybody. Is, is like then, uh, so are you going to all of the Hollywood producers and all of the people in movies that are portraying characters? Because that's what this is. You're portraying a character. 
is that offensive? Like, I'm like, when I'm doing a zombie and there's a gouge, like, am I being offensive to zombies? No. Like, I just think, where does it stop? Where's the cutoff for you to be like, okay, you know what? Obviously the intent here is not to be malicious, to be ignorant to those who have like injuries on the, on the face or anywhere on their body. I get, I get the intent there, but I'm just like, are, can we not like it's Halloween and it's Halloween. I, and please say like, let's just Halloween. Anyway, now this is going to, this is a perfect segue to the conversation that we were going to have 80s. about the eighties. Yeah. So recently in the last five, 10 years, you've started to see more and more productions that involve the eighties. Like stranger things, Movies, was a, stranger shows. things was a great example yeah. set in the eighties. Um, it was set in the eighties. So you you have this like nostalgia 80s, early 90s kind of vibe that's coming out. And a lot of these movies that are coming out now that are Halloween driven are driven from the 80s. <clears throat> and we watched this one. I got what, what a, was I got it called? A, I, got a, I think it's Killer Instinct. But Killer then I, Instinct. Lo- I looked it up and it's not. It's the girl from Sabrina, the teenage witch, the and revamp. From Mad, and, and from, from Mad, Mad Men, Men. The, the little daughter from Mad Men. Great actress, by the way. I, I don't even know what up. her name is, but she's a great actress. Anyway, she's in this movie. And uh, what ends up happening is there's a handful of, of murders that so happened good. 30 years prior, 25 years prior. doesn't really matter. Um, and they were never resolved. Nobody ever figured out who the killer was. Um, but the killer comes back and the only survivor was her totally mother. Totally killer. Totally killer. The only survivor of this uh, massacre was her mother. Mm-hmm. And her mother's super overprotective, blah, 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 blah. Long story short, something happens. Killer comes back. And then she ends up in a time machine. This is kind of so so stupid. The daughter. The daughter ends up in a time machine and she wakes up in the year. The day that the first murder happened. Yes. And so she has to basically change it all. It is so good. Like, so good. It was super fun to watch. But the references that they made. So you've got this individual who lives in the year 2023. Female. Empowered female from 2023. Coming back to 1987. And living a teenage life in 1987. And some of the things that these teenagers were doing and saying in 1987 are super offensive (laughs) today. And she's looking at them like they have two heads and they're looking at her like she has two heads. Like, what's wrong with that? Yeah. Like they refer to what was the one girl's name? Uh, Like Fatina or something or something. She's like, oh, Fatina. And she's like, guys, you can't call her that. Why? Her name's Tina. No, you can't call her Fatina. Why? She's fat. Yeah. It's like. Anyways, it was funny. And uh, she goes to the school. We're not going to give no. give away the movie. It doesn't really matter. But she goes to the school and she says, hey, I'm from Canada. I'm a foreign exchange student. I'm wondering how I would get up, how I get set up for classes. I need to look for so and The girl looks at her and says, OK, here, here's your classes. And she's like, here are my classes. She's like, yeah, here are your classes. She's like, you don't need a background check on me. She's like, what are we, Fort Knox? Like, they don't give a shit. Go to your class. And there's been mul- and- multiple instances in that where she's like, I'm looking for a student. I'm here from blah, blah, blah. She's like, and before she even finishes, she's like room 32. Like yeah. there's no need for like the dramatic story about why you need it. And it's so true in the eighties. They were like, here you go. But well, this is like, this was pre bowling for, this was pre Columbine yeah. shooting. This was pre nine 11. They taught the reference was getting onto an airplane and not yeah. having to get a, not having to have a passport, like all of these things. And what I'm getting at, and the reason that we're having this conversation is all of these productions are coming out of the eighties, the eighties, the eighties, the eighties, the eighties. Clearly. Hollywood is recognizing that people enjoyed the eighties. Mm-hmm. There's this like push that people are like, can, and I think it's like, why don't we just sit back and recognize if we're making all of these, if we're making all of this content for the eighties, why don't we just take one step back and say, 
maybe we should make life a little bit more like the 80s. Mm-hmm. In make, certain ways, make for it, sure. There are certain things that we should not be doing. Like, yeah. you can't call Fat Susan Fat Susan. Yeah. That's wrong. But, like, why can't we just go back to a time where people weren't offended? Oh, my God. Where life was simple. Where you could go outside and you can. And here's the craziest thing about all of this. So I just read a study and they're talking about like crimes, violent crimes that occur. And they talk about like child abductions and the things that are going on in that space. Did you know that today versus the eighties, the amount of decline in, in abductions is like through the roof, like as gone, it's gone down, not up. The amount of violent crimes has gone down, not up. All of these statistics, the things that we now worry about, we're like, oh, life was so much simpler because it was so easier. You could put your kids out there. You never had to worry about them. Now you have to worry about them. Actually, statistically speaking, that's incorrect. Because we're worrying. You about have them. to worry about them more then than you have to yes. now. But we've created this world or this bubble where we think everything outside is bad. Yeah. And because we think everything outside is bad, we're offended by everything internally. Yeah. Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes, the old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks. What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. We just got to go back to like whatever. In the scene, they're playing dodgeball. The girls are playing dodgeball. <laughs> and they're whipping these dodgeballs at each other. And this girl dodgeball. from 2023 is like, guys, this is violent. Why are we doing this? Like, take it yeah. easy. And it was like, no, you, we're playing dodgeball. We're here, here to lead. We're here to win. Yeah. And the gym teacher is like, congratulations to the winners, to the losers. Uh, try a little harder next yeah, time. I have to clean up your stupid blood off my fucking floor. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what she says. Yeah, try, try not to bleed on my floor uh, next time. But you know what I think it is, too? I think back then, too, I think people are, when you replace the word offended with um, maybe just disagree. So back when, maybe in the 80s, someone saying something internally or outwardly, you can be like, I disagree and still move on and still have a conversation, still be a friend or what the fuck ever. Where today it's like, oh, I'm offended. Shut the world down. Like it is over. So I think that maybe if we can replace the word offended in some instances with the word I disagree and just have a respectable conversation. Like I think that's the biggest difference. Like no one, you're allowed to disagree with somebody, but yeah. you not everything is is offensive. Like that's so exhausting. Anyway, and, th- and I think that there's a big difference between offensive and being offended. A hundred percent. And there are things that, that happen that are super offensive. It's a choice. And that's offensive. Like, don't do that. And then there's a choice to be like, that offends me. Is it offensive or are you choosing to be offended? Or are you offended? 
Right. And, and you could say, well, those are the same things. And no, no, there's not. Yeah. There's certain words that I could say right now that generally everyone would say that That's is offense. not, yeah. that is offensive for sure. And then there's certain things I could say that nobody except for the one person would say, well, that's offensive. And they wouldn't say that's offensive. They'd say I'm offended. Yeah. Big difference. Anyways, I, when you go back to the whole Halloween thing with the kids sorting out that that's the nostalgia that we remember. That's mm-hmm. the Halloween that we remember. That's the joy. The that's the excitement. Don't take that away from the kids. Yeah. And I will say though, a little I was happy to come in because it was like, I was so friggin' cold, but we came in at like 7.30. I thought it was like 9.30, 10 o'clock. I'm like, holy shit, it's only 7.30. When I was trick-or-treating, I was out for four hours easily. I'd come back in, dump dump my load, and then go back out like four times. <laughs> take a shit. Yeah, take a shit. But, That's a lot of walking. But right? Like, Work up a shit. Wasn't it, wasn't it so different? Like I now I feel like, I'm tired. I'm cold. No, buck up. We're going out again. Like buck mama up. wants some more Reese's. You know what I think is happening though? What? I don't think it's, I don't think it's what you think it is. Oh. I think we now live, we live in a community with young children. As these young children grow up They're and, gonna be out later. and they get older, they will stay out later no, and we will adapt. I don't think it's a, I could be wrong. It'd be interesting to know if there's other people who experience the same 730 turn the lights off thing. Cause you're right. We were out till yeah. 930 for sure. We were out to 930. Easily. But I don't know if we were out to 930 when I was four. I also think that maybe we're staying. <laughs> you know what I mean? People are starting earlier too. Like we, I know that no one dared to knock on your door during dinner. Like the earliest that you would knock on someone's door was like 645, maybe seven. <laughs> My dad's eating pizza because we always got pizza. My dad's eating pizza. The door opens up too early. Slam it. Did he? Oh yeah. My dad. This really? Is, we loved Halloween. Oh the whole thing is there's a big setup. If we're not ready. We're not giving them candy. Okay. Like you I, will be ready. I know you want to talk about really two like rally. awesome things. I do. I'm going to leave that. Like, let's end with that. Okay, I just yeah. want to just quickly note since the previous podcast, I had mentioned Britney Spears's book and I was like talking about it because I hadn't read it yet. And I was a little bit like suspicious of like if she wrote it or not. And I'm like, anyways, I have re- I've got it now. And it is so wild. Like you, I think the world just owes her a huge apology and everybody knows that but it is such an enlightening thing to read to know you know when she was going through all of these like breakdowns like when she went like crazy in the media i was guilty of being like oh britney spears like she's crazy she just shaved her she shaved her head she really goes into depth and talks about not to like i'm not going to tell you the whole book but she does talk about all of her like postpartum depression and you know her kids she wasn't allowed to see her kids she had no control over anything and when she went and go shaved her head it was like literally a oh you you want to control me oh you want me to be beautiful fuck you oh you want me to have long hair fuck you like nobody was giving her any respect because back then they're just treated differently like look at Justin Timberlake look at Kevin Federline the the shit that they did she did as well, but she was villainized for so many things that they got away with. It is just, it's hard to read. Like I was getting super emotional, like reading a lot of it. And I just, I hope that that weird Britney Spears Instagram is just AI and that she's like living on an Island somewhere. They, like say, it's anonymously. they say it's her sister, Jamie Lee. She Spears. really like outs her family. She really is like her family's fucked. Like but, I, from I her perspective. From, I can't from imagine. her perspective. Yes, but I can't let's imagine. Be clear. They, didn't, I, they haven't wrote their own memoir. I can't imagine not being able to, to trust anybody. 
You know, like that's so isolating. It's so secluded. Anyways, I just wanted to say that because last week I was talking about it in a, in a way that I was like, did she write it? It's so good. You got to get it. That's what we talked. We talked about this last week because you were going through this after our podcast. You got the book. You were reading through it. You educated me a little bit on it. And we talked about that. There's a big difference between being rich and famous and being rich. Mm -hmm. Being rich and famous, I don't think is a positive thing. No, I don't think it's. And you know what? Even to a certain degree, one of my mentors growing up in my early, early days of business was wildly successful. Like there was a B in his bank account, if you know what I'm talking about. And I remember talking to him and just having a normal conversation with him. And every time his phone rang, he had this like, uh, uh, uh. and I remember asking him, I'm like, what's it like to be you? And he's like, honestly, Rye, every time my phone rings, I know someone wants something. I know someone needs something. I don't have friends. I don't have, I've got colleagues, work colleagues, but I don't know if they're actually like friends of mine. I don't mm. know if they actually like me or they just realize that I am a path to something for them. Yeah. And I think when you get to a certain level of success, unless you had people who knew you pre-success, it would be very, very difficult. Oh, this is a really cool story about that. So one of my good buddies, um, his cousin uh, went on a date with this individual and this guy showed up. He's in this Honda Civic. No problem. In this Honda Civic, easy dinner, kind of like a uh, Kelsey's Montana's dinner. And they really enjoyed each other's company. And then the next time they did the same thing. And the next time they did the same thing. And the next time they did the same thing. And after about like two months of them dating, this guy says, I've got a secret. I got to share with you. Is it okay for me to tell you this? And she's like, yeah, no problem. Um, he's like, I need you to come into the car with me. Now she had been to his apartment and he had been to her house and they'd already fornicated. They've already, <laughs> they've already cemented their relationship. And he drives to this mansion and he says, you see this house here? And she's like, yeah. He's like, this is my house. And she's like, what do you mean this is your house? I've been to your house. It's an apartment. He says, no, I rented that apartment for our dates. This is where I actually live. This is my life. I'm a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. I just didn't know if I could trust you. That's so sad, though. Could you imagine that's what he has to do? But, like, I get it. Like, I understand. Because you just don't know what people's intentions but, are. But imagine today. Yeah. You know how hard it would be to do that? If I go on a date, let's say, for instance, you decide that you hate me and, I got, and I'm now single. <laughs> And I go on to go on a date. That person has so much access to know who I am, yeah. to know what I do, to know what I've done, to know where I am in like my Google. life. They know me before they meet me. Mm -hmm. If you were a multi, multi, multi-millionaire, people, would, probably people would already know. You'd yeah. be going on a date and they would know 100% this guy or this girl is loaded. Mm -hmm. I don't think you'd be able to trust people. Man, it would be so hard. I know. Tell so your story about Riley. Here's my story with Riley. And then we can so end it on this one. Heart-wrenching. This is, wasn't heart-wrenching. This know, is one of the- No, like in a good way. It yeah. was sweet. So kids are smart. Kids are way smarter than we are. And they say some of the most brilliant things because they simplify everything. I was talking to one of my best friends and he had asked me how Riley was doing. And I told him, oh my God, she's a superstar. Honest to God, she's incredible. So I'm boasting her ego and all that fun you're, stuff. Sorry, you're telling Riley that so-and-so was asking about you. No, no someone, I'm just yeah, telling you okay. that someone did that. And then I'm on my way to school, dropping Riley off at school. And I was telling her, I was like, oh, Uncle Ty says hi. He wanted me to let you know that he says hi. He's going to be coming uh, to Canada because he lives in Australia. He's going to be coming to Canada in uh, March and he really wants to see you. She's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, I was talking to him about you. And then I was trying just trying to boost Riley's ego. And I was saying how good things she was. And I said, and, and Riley, I really, I didn't have anything bad to say about you. I mm -hmm. said, in fact, I tried to say some bad things about you, but I couldn't think of any. That's what I said to her. It's just trying joke. to be funny. Yeah. yeah. Trying to be funny. 
And she looks up at me and I wrote it down. So I'm reading this. She looks up at me and she says, dad, when you have a best friend, don't spend any time thinking about what's wrong with them. Isn't that so powerful? I'm like, holy shit. Also, uh, like, I thought I was her best friend. I know. But, <laughs> no, she, she's, in, she's insinuating that she's kidding. my best friend. Not the other way around. She never said, dad, you're my best friend. Oh, that's fair. She's insinuating that she's my best friend. But you think about this, like you have family members, you have like cousins, sisters, siblings, parents, you have friends, you have colleagues. How many times do we in our lives have good, solid relationships and we try so hard to find what, what's wrong with it? I don't agree. I think that you, when you find things that are bothering you about somebody, it's usually the people that aren't like super, super, super close with you. Obviously, like if you have like a family relationship, those things are like, you've grown up with them. So they're innocent in a way that you're like, Oh, yo, so-and-so does it drives me nuts, whatever, but it's family. Whereas like, if you're looking for things in friends, that for me is like a sign to be like, you know what, maybe this is plot twist. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> no, but like maybe the, that person isn't meant to be in your life the way that you maybe thought they were, or, or they're just pivoting and you're no longer those people. Like if you're looking for things wrong with that friendship or you're constantly finding things and i don't think that that's an organic friendship Fi- that finding needs- things and looking for things are not the same thing finding things and looking for things they are not the same things if i look if someone does something to me i'm like that wasn't right then that's an observation if i'm like you know i wonder what's wrong with that person i wonder why they do this i wonder why they you know let's look at jake as an example <laughs> i love jake jake's a phenomenal human being do you imagine every single day i came and said you know what I want to, I want to find a reason why I don't like Jake. All I'm saying is if you have someone in your life that, you know, they could be 99% perfect. Don't look for the one thing that makes them not perfect. Just like, you don't have to look for it. If it shows up and it presents itself, then it is there. But like, don't go looking for it. What an easy, simple way to live. Agreed. If you got a best friend, don't find things that are wrong with them. Have a great day. Mm, Peace out. Eight down. Beep, beep. Beep, beep, beep. Aside from my soul. Hey everyone. I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of the therapy group, and hosts of the Shrink Chicks podcast. Every week, we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout, making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psycho babble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how and work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you gotta know yourself. 